0: Welcome babies one and all. Welcome rabies one and all. Get them shots before you foam at the mouth. It's Wolf the Dog here to administer your rabies medication live from 694.2 PTBB. I don't accept insurance, but I'll gladly accept your soul as payment. We wanted to give a few special shoutouts before we dip into this very special Plot Talk episode. Spoilers abound, y'all. First, check out our Reddit. It's filled with a fun community. You can find that at reddit.com or slash pretending to be people. You can find a link to the Discord in there somewhere. Come chat with us and hang out a little bit. Also, go on over to twitch.tv slash pretendingpodstreams. I've heard some dummy named Justin has been trying to stream more often lately. And some of those other pretended to be people boys sometimes join in on the fun. I wish I knew what streaming was. Sounds like it involves a lot of liquid. And you know I'm always all about that. But that all is besides the point. The point is that this episode is about discussing the finer points. What is the point? Where are we even? Where do we go when we sleep? Am I human after all? (laughs) Probably not. But anyway, it seems these pretending to be people boys finally figured out how to record from a distance at the scientist's insistence. So with no more resistance, I howl out for assistance from the tune that fuels this wolf's existence. It's Kudzu with No Back Bone.
1: Clap.
2: My last Beautiful. clap hit my fingertips a little, but it should be still loud enough.
3: That second one <laughs> sounded like we did it in such unison that I actually didn't think anyone else did
1: it except me. <laughs> I think it was perfect, yeah. yeah. I, even the, uh, the, the video aligned beautifully, but also when I'm editing these, it makes me sound like the Dumbo because... If you're all set to this clap one, then you're all together and I'm slightly off from you. So you say something and then I'm like, (laughs) good one, Thomas. (laughs) Like, just like a little bit too late. (laughs) Anywho, uh, I'll just match it up with the Zoom call and it'll all be good.
2: Hell yeah. Getting it figured out.
1: Let me know when to go, daddy. (laughs) Oh, son,
3: it is game time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the pretending to be people plot talk Q and A episode. How's everyone doing on this uh, beautiful spring day? Real good. Good. Doing good. I'm
1: living large, and I'm in charge
3: now, Zach. I'm going to need you to talk less because I am in charge of the podcast now. <laughs> You gave me the power and it will never come back. (laughs) Y'all just want to hop into some of these questions. We got a whole lot of them to get through today. Yeah, let's do it. No, that's okay if we don't want to. First question. Oh, do you want, should we do a description of what we're about to do today?
4: Well, Luke and I are too busy changing our Zoom backgrounds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh man Read this Luke, Luke's is reminding me of uh, Playing Enter the Matrix And it really want, like makes me want to bust out my PS2 Read this
5: stuff right above my head No I, a hacker, <laughs> enter my world <laughs> You call us criminals This is my manifesto Oh no This is creepy a, Is it
1: actually a manifesto? This
5: says I didn't show it show my work Wait, did I you did just in my google head?
1: image search manifesto no, and then i didn't. set it as your I
5: background matrix <laughs>
3: <laughs> i like the thing that says damn kids
1: they're all alike and then i can just see
3: <laughs> hacker question <laughs> mark
1: <laughs> tasteless thomas has uh, a very very cute murphy behind him oh, i love we love murphy I shouldn't
5: say I love... We all love Murphy. Which one should I set it to for the rest, though? I got quite a few. What's your favorite?
3: Oh, I couldn't possibly
5: choose. You got this. That, that one. Yeah, that one. That's a good one,
3: yeah. I lied. That's that the one's one. the best. This one's pretty good. We all chose Ainsley.
4: Please okay. get
5: Ainsley. Eats the hills. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. There it is. baby eats a boy. Do we have, like, what, three or four questions to do? Yeah, just, <laughs> just one or two. Re- one or two quick ones, so... Yeah, let's get to it then so we can really goof off. <laughs> so for
3: uh, anyone who's new to the uh, the podcast, uh, maybe now isn't a good time to jump in. Yeah, don't be here right now. Yeah, go back <laughs> to yeah. the
4: first one, maybe.
6: This
3: or this is you. the
4: best time to grasp as much as you can. Plan. oh yeah you can
3: form a study <laughs> guide and then go back to the beginning and re-listen to everything
1: if you're one of those people who reads the last page of every book you read before you read it then, then yeah well, then we yeah, don't want
3: you good. listening you're to a podcast
6: <laughs> fuck you
3: this is going to be uh extreme spoiler heavy spoilers you may not have even known existed before today mm-hmm.
1: Well, hopefully we're going to avoid some of that. Basically what I'm going to reinforce here is going to be a a look back at many of the things we've forgotten and then basically just like theories and opinions uh, from each of the players on what is happening and what their plans are moving forward.
4: Luke just vaped and against the uh, Zoom green screen, it looked fucking awesome. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. uh, First
3: question comes from Glue B. And it says What NPCs besides Drew do you trust the most?
4: None of them anymore. Probably, um, oh, what's his face? Daily. Gary Daily. That's a really good answer.
5: At the Daily Fuh. Daily yeah. and and Clinker.
2: Yeah, I definitely trust him. Harry
5: Clinker of Clinkers. <laughs> Who's the one that saw us, or like put a spell on us when we were kids or something?
4: Clinker, uh, right? Because it was in his daycare. It, it was in his
1: daycare, but it was but his it was partner Gary Daly. Gary Daly.
5: Okay, cool. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, he's that's a, that's a good dude. We should once we go back to contention. If we do, we'll probably get in contact with him. And and John anymore... Still trusts his family.
1: Thomas, you actually asked the question when I had you guys ask questions and I would answer them in dreams for you, uh, in which I really didn't answer the questions, but uh, just made weird fucked up dreams surrounding the idea of your question. You asked if you could trust Gary Daly and Harry Clinker. And that's when you... That's... We—that's where the
4: scene of uh, him putting the spell on us was, right?
1: Yeah, and you also saw like his grandpa. You later confirmed in a phone call on the way to the city. Mm-hmm. You saw him like with the book.
5: Yeah, he was. He was like, "Grandpa, you old wizard." Joe, write that down so we can get back to it when we record. <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> what about you, Joe?
2: Clark definitely still uh, has a lot of trust in Maggie, just because of how their relationship was before all the shit hit the fan. He also has a little bit of trust in old Clark just because it's old him. Like he sees his own face and thinks that why would, why would old me want to fuck me over? And, uh, uh, until recently, I think, uh, Leon was high on his trust list and maybe he's questioning that a little more these days, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of trust in Maggie for sure. Oh and uh he he also still feels pretty strongly about his uh his uh fellow officers. I don't think that he has a a lot of mistrust
5: in them right now. I'd say the same for Keith. Yeah. Oh, uh my niece, my niece for sure. You, your niece. <laughs> <laughs> She's family, you know.
4: Yes. <laughs> Thicker than blood. Yeah. Keith
3: can trust anyone who he's killed because they can't betray him anymore. (laughs) Um, This next one comes from the lay suit
4: for the boys. That's how I would say it. I think, yeah, I think it's Lesuit. The Lesuit. Oh, I wouldn't. Or like Jesuit? Yeah, like a a leisure Jesuit, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my mom was a leisure Jesuit. Oh. (laughs) I'll say.
3: They write, for the boys, <laughs> what hooks slash bangs do you wish you had followed up on? And what are some of your favorite bangs?
5: Uh, I wish that we would have not royally fucked up when we saw that guy in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, great one. That was that was all about the rolls, though, kind of. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. we didn't necessarily do anything wrong. We just rolled terribly.
1: I want to say each of you rolled a critical failure, like a critical critical yeah, within, within, <laughs> within like five minutes of, of each it. other.
5: <laughs> also, did we ever follow up on the note you got from the robot guy? Not really. That's one
1: too. What did it say?
5: Uh, Hold on.
4: I was just reading this earlier.
2: I th- I, I think I know if you can't find it.
4: Remember when we were
3: recording Wolf the Dog and I said a robot massage and I thought that was really funny <laughs> that John Lee <laughs> was in love with a robot and got a massage from it? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: i mean they would be good at it i bet if they were programmed for massaging yeah you got to think
1: about that well you got to <laughs> think about the build structure i mean you're not gonna be metal you know if you're made from massaging you're gonna have to come up with some very very human-like parts or to foam. get in there <laughs>
4: to really get in there. Is your
1: chiropractor a robot, Zach? Yeah, but that's just because... Um, They're the best chiropractors. Has... <laughs> exactly. And he's got no heart. <laughs> you need a man with no heart to really crack his spine. Even if I die, my <laughs> spine will be straight. Yes, yeah, so
4: and no, in, in the review, it just says that I sent it off to Drew to see what it says. And, there's, and, and it there's...
1: says, I killed the... Oh, wait, sorry. Do you know it, Joe? Yeah, it's I killed uh, the Chiefs, Pops, John. Right. That's exactly what it says, word for word in binary. Hmm. Write that down, Joe. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Make a note of it, see? What who else? Or what else?
2: I I wrote down that I uh I wish we would have um explored the helmet some more. We we kind of got it and tucked it away and never really researched it. I would have liked to have known more
4: about it.
5: Who has the helmet now?
2: We do.
4: Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's just knocked down my uh, soundproof blanket.
1: <laughs> well, it made a whole lot of noise. Oh, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure the uh the helmet would have been interesting. I mean, you guys had a pretty long scene, uh but none of the focus was on the helmet. It was just on um you know, Luke and or Keith Vigna and Pastor Adam Kane. Not liking uh, each other pretty pretty clearly. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think Keith Vigna like thought about Pastor Adam Kane or no, anyone. I, I like him except for himself.
6: <laughs> I like him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he gave me some food. The second part of that was what are your favorite bangs? I, I was a big fan the very first time we ever saw a creepy picture come out of that polaroid camera i don't know yeah. if you consider that a bang or not that's pretty integral to the story but it came No, that's nowhere a bang from for me. sure
1: cool that's like a set charge yeah, right it's yeah. like when they use this this will happen it's like i love doing this with people and locations once we're like into the game to be like it's up to them if they want to make this happen but if they reach out to this person this person will unlock this plot, essentially. Sure. So it's like, if you happen to decide to call someone, then you're going to make something happen there because you're not just going to call them and have nothing be happening, right? Like, <laughs> something will be happening. But if you don't call them, it's up to me to decide at that point, like, well... What happened? Is it still this interesting convoluted story, or would that not be as interesting because they weren't there for it? Sure. Because I always want you guys there for the action. So. Yeah,
5: I dig it. I don't know if this was a bang, probably, but when Keith snuck on the bus, and then all the homeless people got on, and I was stuck on it, and you guys know what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was pretty good. That was just their, like, written trajectory for that scene. It's like, these people are going to do this, and these are their objectives, and this is how they're going to do it. And then you got into the exact bus that they were going to leave on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thomas, did you have a, a good hooker bang that, that really hooked you into the or story? Banged or banged you, <laughs> or banged, or banged you <laughs> while hooking you.
4: <laughs> Leo Piston and... Um, What's-Her-Face's body literally being banged uh, banged into the ground by the Unseen Forces. Ooh, uh, fuck, yeah.
3: yeah. That was a disturbing uh, imagery moment that I personally loved. Yes.
1: That certainly caught John Lee Pettymore's attention. That's awesome. Uh, that was one of those things where I, I don't plan a lot in advance for like how things are going to play out. I did not expect Clark to critically succeed on a firearms check and kill her whole <laughs> eagle eye bishop. You know it. We got a next question here from Super Five ish. Uh, super or Super Fish with a five is a F is Super Five ish says, What happened to the grammar poor, torch wielding, would be invaders hinted at in the early episodes? Are they still kicking about? And this is uh, this is in the one of those pictures that you were talking about there, Joe. But this is the picture I believe that was.
2: Well, okay, so I I don't. I mean, I think that that is part of what is like being alluded to, but I think he's referencing the note that we got because when he said grammar poor, it says we are striking oh. when the land gets darkness, readying torches. Yep. Hesitate not. Um, and it says, are they still kicking about? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I assume it has something to do with the picture we saw of people holding torches, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I completely misread that question. I had to think
2: about it when they, when they said grammar poor, I was like, who was grammar poor? And then I remember, <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: I thought we could all just tell from the picture of them that they looked like they didn't know. their <laughs> So any ideas? I, right, we got a question about that. Now, let's just jump to it now. Where is it? Anon a no, 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 asks, when that cloud portal yeeted John Peters at the boy's car, where was he thrown from? Is that the place the spooky picture depicts? Yeah, Zach.
2: I, I think so. I like to think so. Because we had seen John Peters in the stocks in those pictures, and it was that inky black void. So I fear he, if he was there and then not there, maybe he got spit out. But no, there's nothing being confirmed one way or the other.
5: What's
1: your computer notes say, Zach? <laughs> uh, it just says in all caps, oh fuck, come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the answer. It just, I'm looking at the answer. Do you guys want me to screen share with you? Uh, I've got a question here from the Lesuit for me, uh, or for someone who's got a name that sounds like mine, but is spelled differently. It's for Zach with a K from the original timeline slash campaign slash thing. What dangling hooks do you wish the boys would have followed up on? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say the grammar-poor torch-wielding would-be invaders hinted at in the early episodes. Hey,
5: Joe, write that down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the the nature of the game and the
2: story you're telling, there's nothing that we couldn't, like, go back and follow up on if we really felt the need to.
1: That's absolutely correct.
2: Things might have changed since we first saw it, but there's no reason we couldn't go and do a little more research on something.
1: Absolutely. I think the next arc uh,
5: is going to start with you wake up and you're on four wheelers driving to the (laughs) woods. (laughs) Don't fuck up this time.
1: Well, now I've got to change it. (laughs) just edit that edit that part out oh we got another question here from maladori asks Ari manstein feels more important than they have been given credit what were they and why were they working with the cpd also what about jan manstein and stan manstein for that matter why could the only the boys understand stan at the funeral fuck me and what does he mean by our past is different That's a loaded and a lot
2: I, I've got a I've got a theory. I don't know.
1: What's your theory?
2: Stan obviously seems super important. He was telling us a lot of really good info before we tried to kill him. But he was talking about how pasts have changed, and so I mean, there's some kind of timey-wimey thing that the, for some reason we are all sure that we remember different names for Ari. Um, he kind of alluded to the fact that that's not going to happen anymore, that she's a fixed point in some way and that his his life is definite or her life is definite now. I don't know. But he seemed to know a lot about how all this timey, why me shit is working. And I don't really grasp it all, but it seems super important.
5: I agree.
1: Hey, I've got a question. I want you all to answer it on the count of three. Who is the dentist in contention? Do you have an answer in your mind? I I mean I definitely can picture him and I know his business card. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember the old, his name exactly.
5: Old man, Molar, Molar. Well, so
2: there was the <laughs> the guy who told us he was a dentist, but he was helping settle
5: the estate right of James. Yeah, he shit his pants. Right. But that is not
1: Doctor
2: Molar. Right. There's, oh. a re- there's a more of a real dentist, whereas he was not so much a dentist, maybe, is what we Wait, gathered from
5: his card. When did we meet a real dentist?
2: <laughs> we didn't meet him. We sent off dental records to a dentist one time. Oh. I forget for what body.
1: It was for the body of Chief Maggie Cook.
2: Hmm. Right. In the house
1: explosion. What was his name? Was it another uh, Andrews sibling? (laughs) No, his name was uh, Randy Angst. Randy Angst, the guy who was at James the Millworker's house with you guys. His business card said dentist and lover or something like that, right? And historical (laughs) society. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just to point out that you guys sent off dental records to the only dentist in town, Dr. Millar, and then you met a dentist named Randy Angst. Write that down. That's just a thing that happened. Probably not important, though. I mean, I think,
2: we, I think we all noted it at the time that it was weird that he was settling in settling a an state and his card had like four different occupations on it. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. Thomas, do you have any theories about Ari Manstein? Uh, I don't know who that is.
4: Um, Tim, <laughs> Tim Manstein was a colleague of mine, uh, <laughs> one of the finest cops I ever knew. Um. Uh, yeah We're actually going to be attending their funeral soon I think
1: uh, Got a question here from Crane Song Zach what was the decision made by the players That stands out to you as the most derailing What you had planned We know that you Parenthetical allegedly I don't lie had to rewrite the campaign after someone, Thomas, joked about it being the mine. Were there any other parts of the campaign that had to be redone? Any really, really, really obvious plot points that the players bypassed or previously pivotal <laughs> characters that were either killed or ignored?
4: I'm just imagining Zach uh, control effing mine and changing it to mill every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> control H, baby. So... Yeah, that was Thomas who did the mind thing. And that was when I was still writing the story. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't make it that. Um, but the, um, like rewritten uh, constantly. I would, yeah, I rewrite stuff literally all the time. If you guys do something to affect my plan, then I have to rewrite everything. And that happens like every single time we sit down to play because you guys are fun. To play with. You make choices, and that's the thing that matters most in role-playing is uh, we're making the story together. So every time you make a choice, I get to play with that choice. And that's why I like role-playing. I'm with you. That was the question, right? Yeah. I think uh, you totally. got it. Obvious plot points that the p- players bypassed? Yeah, of course. All right. So we've got uh, a <laughs> question here.
5: I was about to tell Joe to write it down. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh previously pivotal characters that were either killed or ignored uh just on the killed part like yeah for sure that (laughs) got a murderous crew here (laughs) i like straight up for one did not think that the car chase with charles donovan was going to end in his murder (laughs) who would have done that I also didn't think you were going to murder every single person you came into contact with at City State University.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They were coming right for us.
3: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, We got one from Anon, a no, no, no. And they said, when that cloud portal yeeted John Peters at the boy's car, where was he thrown from? Is that the place the spooky picture depicts?
1: We We did this one while you
6: were being. Oh, well, thanks.
1: (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and hit that antiseptic mouthwash.
3: Goat sex picture. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to share thanks. And what happened to those kids that, that saw the gooey vacuum?
2: Thanks there there were no kids and i don't i don't know uh, what vacuum incident you're talking about <laughs> that's not a that's not a thing
4: uh, joe joe no no when we when we <laughs> killed, got those kids killed <laughs> cuz we well yeah instead of telling them to run away or something we told them
5: to hold a vacuum and help no, us out no we wouldn't have done that that's ridiculous no they died <laughs> that's i can't believe i wasn't involved in that one <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can never let Vigna know. <laughs>
4: we really keep th- those kids up.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> so on the way to the city, you guys were on the phone with Harry Clinker on speakerphone, and John told that whole story with Keith in the car and Doug Jacobs in the body of Agent Trent Chad also in the car.
2: I, I tried to tell Trent Chad that it was like part of his trip, right? That he was dreaming it or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then that he was like, well, I don't know. And he's like, no, no, no. They just talk to each other like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. We got another one
3: from... <laughs> j sake which they wanted to make sure is not pronounced j sake
1: <laughs> for audio formatting purposes i pronounce it like quote for
3: fuck's sake <laughs>
1: not japanese
6: rice <laughs> wine j sake's <laughs>
1: question
3: is
4: <laughs>
3: does the daily Fu have a yellow sign hanging on the wall A a no 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 they commented are we talking a specific yellow sign tm J comments back. I think so. I'm doing a quarantine release I'm doing Releason. a release. <laughs> release. I'm doing a quarantine re-listen, and when the art Gary has on the walls of the restaurant is described, it kinda sounds like one is the yellow sign, not a yellow sign, if you know what I mean. But it could be some other occult symbol I'm not familiar with.
2: I went back and listened to the description of all those things on the walls and one of them definitely sounds like a yellow sign description, but none of our characters would know that like, there's no way that they would know that
4: well, is what that is. I bet John Lee Pettymore, uh, saw like the first 30 minutes of the first season of true detective and didn't get it and turned it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well thankfully like, they use a different yellow sign. Also the yellow sign can be anything. They can look like anything, so... But there is one uh, that looks a whole uh, heck of a lot like... Uh, when I yellow Googled sign Yellow team. Sign,
2: it sounded exactly like something you described.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it?
4: <laughs> looks like one of those things.
1: <laughs> uh, and then when uh, when you asked him what that one meant, uh, he said, oh, that one is about a land unknown. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Which we kind of took for granted because it's described as, like, question marks, kind of. Like, it was a question mark with a line coming out the other side and yada, yada, yada.
5: When I originally read that question, I thought it was a reference to, like, the yellow missing signs. And I was like, huh. (laughs) But now I realize nothing to do with that. Speaking of nothing okay nothing for <laughs> oh.
3: wrote us a question look out world sorry i am a transition guy um okay nothing for
6: <laughs>
3: wrote a question I'm a real good transition guy um <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> they wrote a question i actually was curious about too what happened to the FBI agents who visited the contingent PD and said they'd be in contact within 48 hours? And Maladori followed up. Weren't the agents at the Den of Sin
5: when Marvin got terminated, Or were those different agents? Well, didn't the FBI agents say that they would call us if we didn't call them?
2: That's for sure part of it.
5: And then we, we tried to call them. Yeah,
2: Keith called them and got an automated uh, system. Yeah. So we just kind of laid out that we needed to co- ta- contact them, ask them stuff or something. And it just was like, thank you. Have a good day. So that thread kind of ended. Uh, and then, yeah, as far as the Dennis goes, I think that's what I'm operating under is that that was them that we saw in the audience going into Marvin's room. Uh, and I think I brought up with you guys that we don't know for sure what the fuck that means. That could mean that they are on Marvin's payroll maybe, or they had followed us into the glass compound and were trying to help. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing there. I think we st- we still would like to talk to them <laughs> about whatever. Yeah.
1: And their goal in front of your eyes, like what you saw, was them get rid of- Silver balls, Or not even get rid of, but just put- one silver ball that none of them were touching into the Nike bag. Maybe the Nike bag had. teleported it to glass, straight to glass. That's that could be. Hmm. I think you guys have had this conversation before. <laughs> I, th-
2: I think we might have done it off the podcast one day. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I was reading a. Uh, I was reading the overview of episode thirty-four, and it's one where it's. I think it's right before the entity shows up to yell at Clark Bishop about the book. And you guys are all standing in the mausoleum courtyard, essentially, and just talking about the plot for the entire time. And the overview of that episode is just like intense plot point after intense plot point after intense plot point after intense plot point. So yeah, if you want to go for listeners 34, if you want to go back and listen to them, try to figure some stuff out before we hop into this. I mean, I know that's what this is, but damn, damn, that episode is chock full of shit. Nice. I'll have to go back and listen to that one, too.
3: All right. Moving right along. Crush36 writes, who do the Robits work for? Were the Graveyard Boys Robits
5: or Glass-type dudes? The, we fought the first robot guy, and he had the... Uh,
2: it, so it was the double helices that create an yeah, M.
5: that we have like on a ring and stuff.
2: We later found out from... Old Clark's Heidi hole in Jim Cook's house. It's Myriad. It stands for Myriad, which is a company that I think creates androids. The it was in Operation Stapler that they were like cutting costs on androids. Yeah. So yeah, I don't did we find out who Myriad was or what they were what they were associated with?
4: Were they owned or did they own the Beans
1: Corporation?
5: I'll have to ask Keith's brother.
1: <laughs> Bruce Robin was extremely emotionally affected by Keith having a myriad ring.
2: Oh, that's right. When we were in the yeah. office, he saw your ring and was like, "Uh-oh."
1: He did he have one on two? He
5: was really embarrassed by the faux pas. <laughs> <laughs>
6: How Dare
5: you. He he did have one on two, right? Cuz I tried to like touch them together, I think. Or am I making that up? I I don't I don't remember. I don't either. I don't have an overview for that one. You should get on that then, Zach.
6: Fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm just kidding.
2: For for the listener, it's our job to write some of these overviews, and we suck at doing that on time. We're like half the season behind.
5: (laughs) I did two of them the other day. It doesn't take very long if you listen
1: at double speed. However, I will say one of them was already done. Shit, which one? And Joe had done it, so it was way more in-depth.
6: <laughs> well, I,
5: I, I put on only the the good stuff in there. I didn't write a transcript. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Joe's putting a lot of fluff in those
3: <laughs> overviews.
5: He's putting up Straight his up. font size. He's, <laughs> he's not paying us by the word, Joe. <laughs> I can start paying you by the word if you want. Oh, mine will be so long. It was the best of sodes. It was the worst of sodes.
2: (laughs) I'm always so nervous that Zach's word choice is going to be super important. So if he says... like. Her, her grimacing
1: face i'm going to put in that grimacing just in case that means something later <laughs> it only does like 25 of the time but that's pretty high <laughs> uh and then graveyard boys robots or glass type dudes they weren't fish if that was what the question was we
5: uh, didn't just, did we ever investigate their bodies we didn't take think their they
4: pants were fish off? but they were weird like alien creature kind of things right like oh
1: those boys yeah yeah Yeah. the the long tall like right uh lanky gray entity that like and wearing a full suit screamed at Clark it screamed at me and I didn't know what the fuck but
2: yeah even at the (laughs) time I think we noted that it was there was a similar description between them and Marvin himself we wondered if they were of the same ilk
1: yeah man I mean, yeah, they're described the same. They look very similar. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Write that down. They don't <laughs> act the same at all, though, which is an no, important, important distinction. They certainly don't. But they also probably aren't human based on those descriptions that I gave. <laughs> you know, lot, not a lot of eight-foot-tall humans walking around. The, the yeah, not, giant. not a lot, Zach, but they're out there. There are some. <laughs> Enough. Enough. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone eight feet tall in the world right now. And what is, what put, Zach
4: is saying is that if you're over eight feet tall, he doesn't consider you human. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Yes. Oh, my God. Watch fucking chuckling boy be like eight foot five. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Friendship with PTVP
6: over. Oh,
1: boy. Uh, speaking of, we got a question from Jayhawk Inc. More from him later or her, them later. Are there any things that have quote official names that haven't been named as such in the podcast? Yes. Like I don't remember the chanting fishmen being called deep ones. They weren't. And they discovered that trove of weapons, but only Joe mentioned that it was likely a green box out of character. I'm curious if we've like seen a ghoul. No, but didn't realize it was a ghoul. No, because no one called it that, you know? Uh, yeah, probably no ghouls, but Maybe I don't know. Uh, I like to make ghouls look different than traditional ghouls. Uh, I used ghouls heavily in a former campaign, eight foot tall, so you know they weren't human. Uh, (laughs) Wolf, (laughs) goat creatures that tortured uh, Joe's (laughs) character's family. (laughs) Ooh, fun! He like woke up with like uh, with like graveyard dirt all over him one night and was like, "What's going on?" That sounds just like Joe. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah definitely uh and also no
3: uh maladori has one for us so a question about ball if ball contains consciousness of some people how did it have john Pettymore the third's original body also how come some ball seems to act with intelligence <laughs> when they take a body and some kill themselves or go berserk that's a question about ball this is an excellent <laughs> question about ball
2: see so i I went through all these questions and typed out just little thoughts on all of them. And this is one that I wrote. I still don't know anything about ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: I don't, I I don't understand ball, it. Have no fucking clue.
2: I don't know for sure if I'm ball or not, but it's been implied for sure. I don't know what that would mean for me or not for me. I don't, I don't know
5: much about ball at all. Something we maybe should follow up on. I don't know how though.
2: <laughs> it seems like Ball Central was Marvin Glass's compound, which we—it <laughs> does seem that way. Let's head on back, we, boys. <laughs> we
3: we crossed
1: that We Can still go.
4: The <laughs> no, no I feel down that remember, you guys figured out Ball. <laughs> if you'll remember, uh, we were planning on going back there to like intercept intercept. Uh, was it the FBI agents before they got killed? We were going to talk to somebody, so. and then Maggie showed up, and she's like, this will only take two hours, and then all the <laughs> university shit happened. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah, I don't think so. It's like the mill. Zach doesn't
1: want us to do that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: When I was reading back over the over- overview, I, I noted in one of the overviews that I wrote early on, it said, they chose not to go to the mill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, this next one comes from Crush Thirty Six. I don't know. You all have any more ball
2: thoughts? No, no, that
3: was I perfect. Have I have tons of ball, ball thoughts, you... not plot ball thoughts. But you know,
2: can we can we real fast <laughs> think about all the balls we've seen? <laughs> For real, though, I know the first one. It was in it was in the potential green box in a tub that was filled with gore. And when we opened it, it was a woman's head in the middle of it, split open, with a ball sitting in the middle of it. So that was for our first encounter with ball. Mm-hmm. Ball one. Is that the ball that you had in your pocket, Thomas? I think so, right? I believe so. We've got tub head ball that then John pocketed. And then the agents, McKinley and Kennedy, had their own ball. When we, when we brought them the Nike bag, they brought their own ball out of their pocket and pop, popped it into the bag. And we didn't tell them that we already had a ball, I don't think. So that's two balls we know of now. Third ball would be whatever John himself is, right? He Or was the ball in his pocket what became him? Do we know that? I I don't know if my character knows that and it's been said. I don't know. So we don't did have to answer that. Did <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker? You did, right? Didn't you say that you were ball in your dad's body? And then you were like, I think we're all ball. I'm pretty sure that conversation happened at the cemetery.
4: Yeah, but I'm saying if I was the ball that I picked up and put in my pocket... And that's, that's how I became ball. That would, that'd be big news. I don't think that's true
1: though. And then, so the ball that was in Marvin's possession. Right, that
2: uh, Rosemary flung, or no, Marvin flung it at Rosemary. But yeah. Do we know the origin of that ball? Do we know if that was, came out of John's pocket maybe when we were last there?
5: Keith had seen videos of kids in rooms, tr- they tried to get them to touch the ball, and it would come kill them. So it seemed like maybe that ball had been there for a while because they had tapes and tapes and tapes of kids getting How would it kill them? It would rip their spines out or tear them apart, right?
1: I believe it would rip their spines out and enter them and then repeatedly slam their own head into the wall until they fell.
2: Are those all our ball thoughts today? I, th- I think that's every ball accounted
1: for that we know of. So when you guys were standing on the water and Marvin Glass pulled up oh, the body righty. of John yep, Lee yep, Pennymore yep. the the Oh, third.
5: yeah, that's right. Yep, 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 yep.
4: He popped it open like a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I know plot-wise that didn't happen very long ago, but has enough real-time passed that you'll let me listen to those episodes,
1: Zach? <laughs> yeah, pump up them numbers, baby. Slap some ads on there, <laughs> and then you guys can go back and re-listen to everything.
6: <laughs>
5: also
1: i'm wearing a pair of uh, i'm wearing a pair of me
3: right now and they're super comfortable (laughs) my mattress isn't a casper
5: mattress but boy do i wish it was (laughs) (laughs) man Man, i heard if you go to Meandies.com and type in uh pretending to wear underwear uh you could get 15 percent off (laughs) a long coupon (laughs) All right. Ma- Hold on. I got a bag of chips I need to eat.
3: <laughs> uh, Maladori writes, back at the campsite flashback. Oh, did you guys talk about the homeless people? No, you skipped one. D- oh, did I? Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. Our favorite fan, Crush36 writes, whoa, that's-
6: <laughs> JK, crush
3: 30- <laughs> oh it sounds, really mean, it well it sounds bad no matter what I do <laughs> uh, crush 36 writes I'm re-listening on episode four what was up with all the homeless people I feel like I remember some call back to them later but it's not stuck in my head like the other major plot points
2: I can take this one yeah <laughs> uh, we, we found out all about them. at <laughs> 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 At Glass's facility, we rescued Kathy Piston, and she kind of filled us in that she was trafficking those homeless people uh, to both the Circle of Knowledge and Marvin Glass. Did you say you rescued her? Oh, right. Well, we took her down <laughs> off the hook, and we talked to her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> she was our MVP in the uh, Fishman fight. She kept sniping yeah, yeah. dudes down, and then a sickle got her uh, right to the that's right, right. To the neck. I uh, I went back to listen to that episode so I could make sure that I wasn't divulging stuff you guys didn't know. And we did talk about this in the circle that I told you guys, I know that the circle of knowledge uses homeless people to keep the evil thing that I saw at bay. Um, And then I asked Kathy, I so I know what the circle of knowledge is about. What's Marvin using them for? And she told us that he uses them for fights and that's all she knows. uh, And that she always got the circle of knowledge, homeless guys back in good, good healthy shape Whereas the Marvin Glass guys came back, beat up, and
1: spent. Or not at all, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Keith, Luke was just talking about seeing those videos of yeah. the experiments done with Ball. Gotcha. And those, uh, I believe it was evident that those were the people being used in those experiments were the kids. Orphan uh, No kids. animals. Yeah, just, just orphans. Like
5: poor... Oh, Walter.
1: I played FDR and Annie when I was in eighth grade, so I can <laughs> say all this. I wore my underwear underneath my polio blanket. Cool. Are they me undies? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> got a plug. Does Casper? <laughs> no. Any other homeless people? I believe not. That was, uh, yeah, very succinct.
2: I mean, there is a chance that Pastor Adam Kane is doing something with him also. When we crashed his, his, uh, his uh, church... We went down into that cafeteria area, and I think that you described that crowd as a homeless-looking crowd. I always knew there was something I off the about that I got the
4: feeling he was guy. like a middleman or something between. Yeah, maybe. Or he was in on it with the pistons.
1: Either He's way, the like, food I'll feed good. him. You transport him. I'll Jesus him.
3: <laughs> you feed him the power of Christ.
5: <laughs> yeah, he could have been saving them all because he knew they were going off to die. It's like a kind of nice thought. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't try to stop it from happening. (laughs) Yeah, he seemed
6: seemed like that kind of guy. Hmm, okay.
5: Express train to heaven. (laughs) Holy shit. I love when you can buy that package Uh, at a church. (laughs) Yeah. You're telling me all I have to do is beat up some kids in a cage? (laughs) Sign me up? Oh, God. (laughs) Like the Ozark Mountain Daredevil said, if you want to get to heaven, you got to raise a little hell. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the Ozark Mountain Daredevil's
1: chicken train. Running all day. <laughs> Laser beam in my dream. I really like that uh, community episode, the chicken train one. Or well, you got another episode here from Maladori. Another, another episode. episode. <laughs> We've got another episode coming up right now. I uh, I hope So, <laughs> Malodory <100th> Q&A special. <laughs> In a row. No, I we oh, I'm so excited to start playing again, but that is for the end of this uh Malodory. We get down on like 5 or 6 more Q&As.
6: <laughs> says <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back at the campsite flashback, what was with the weird tree arm trap and mirror that threw a spear? The only acting forces we see are K-Cell, Black Goo, and Ball. None of them really seem like trap people. That's presumptuous. And K-Cell burns the cabin, so they weren't using it. What do me? What that mean? What that mean? Uh, what do you guys think that means? It was the witch. Yeah. I've got a theory about it
2: all. So if you remember back to Stan Manstein's monologue, he talked about how Silas Cole discovered the ooze and then became an inventor. When I went in, went into the cabin, I found plans for the gun and a bunch of tubes of ooze. Right. So I wonder if it has something to do with Silas Cole. Maybe it was his laboratory or something. But the, t- the time thing is all crazy. I don't know how any of that works out. But that's been my theory for a while now that that has something hey Joe, to do Hey, can
1: I remind you of something else that you saw in the cabin? Uh-huh. It was paperwork for Cole's Orphanage.
2: Right, 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 right.
1: Further strengthening the Cole ties. Further strengthening the Cole ties, perhaps. I mean, it was just named after him, so who knows? Was it named after him or his wife? What, what, what was Mary
2: Cole? There was something that was named for Mary Cole. Do we remember what that was? I believe the library... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's been my theory. I don't know anything really about how like the traps or mirrors or weird tree and all that stuff worked or if, I don't, I don't know. I don't know any of it. That's just been what I've, the two, the
5: two dots that I've connected myself.
2: What do you guys think the cabin was?
5: I don't know. I mean, I didn't get to explore the woods very much. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you were stuck in a tree for a
5: lot of episodes. <laughs> you got to become the woods the whole time, I think. You hung
1: out with uh you hung out with some people though before you ran away from them.
5: Oh yeah, the uh that's right. I d- I got freed by the agents or whatever. But then I got killed, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was something my character didn't interact with a whole lot. I don't know much about them
5: cuz they were uh scoping out the cabin after they freed me. I don't really know though, especially like the, I don't think, I don't think the weird tree thing was like a trap necessarily. I think it was more like supernatural. Gotcha. And I'm an expert on it. Studied it. Uh, Any other thoughts on the traps?
1: Yeah. Thomas, when you went into, uh, when you like got on the other side of the moat, you found a room that I don't think anybody else went into. Oh, uh, what was in that room <laughs> <laughs> on the inside of the moat with the cabin, there was like a storage like oh, was it all the dead orphans? It was a lot of uh dead bodies without their spines that were hanging like on racks what with could that uh, be from? a closet full of their clothes. that's so spooky,
4: which is why I must have blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> so
5: yeah that's like ball
2: i will say when i uh went back and listened to those i was super incredibly frustrated that when i went into that room with the plans for the gun you were like there's these ooze like coffin things and there's these paperwork and there's these diagrams and i investigated all of those but you also said there's a chest in the corner and yeah, there's a wooden d- trunk. Never, It never got brought up again. I totally forgot to check into it. There could have been something it had the cool inside. In it. I wonder. I, I think that that was why I decided not to check <laughs> it out, is because I thought I knew what it was. But to have not actually said, let's open that bad boy up.
1: <laughs> it might have. Who it was knows. real
2: frustrating to listen back to.
1: I think, uh, I think that's probably something that the listeners can relate to. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Uh Justin, do you have any theories about the the woods?
3: Oh, they seem bad and like you shouldn't be there
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, and you shouldn't be putting your uh arm inside of a weird uh monster tree
1: that <laughs> desires Man, flesh. I was so glad that you did it like right away. Like oh, you just did it I was, so quick. I mean like, it's so funny fast.
5: it's funny looking back, but it was <laughs> it's like you said a loop trap. <laughs> Is <laughs> uh, almost as if. What does this button do? <laughs>
1: oh boy!
5: Whatever happened to our naked
1: raccoon friend? Oh smoky. right,
2: he's he's. Is did he get killed at the end? Did I did I see him get killed?
1: How long do raccoons live for? Uh, I'll Google it. <laughs> How long do
5: raccoons live? I'm going to say four years. Two to three Twenty eight inches. <laughs> Two to three years in the wild
1: <laughs>
5: and 10 to 15 years old as a pet. Oh, wow. We should be getting
3: more raccoons as pets.
1: <laughs> what if there's a human inside?
5: Uh, split the diff. Split the diff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Google
1: says. Human inside, not outside. Human um, inside, yeah. We'll I call accidentally it googled how long do raccoons
6: <laughs> How long
1: do raccoons Zach uh, So they uh, Jayhawk Inc. asked uh, any of the side story Characters that could show up in the main story Or the inverse Like the boys getting to explore The calm comfy campgrounds uh, Yeah I um, I made plans a while ago For the calm comfy campgrounds In case you guys wanted to go there mm. As far as side stories showing up In the main story um it's all main story baby i know like some of them are in the past but this is all one big story that's all interconnected (laughs) so it's all main story so they could all show up anywhere if they're still alive or if they're not maybe uh jayhawk inc also says i think i'm going to make one of my social distancing projects quote re-listen and fill out the wiki hell yeah that would be cool but do it (laughs) Good luck indeed, but yeah, that would be sick. Uh, I'll send you the overviews of the episodes if you want help with doing that. Uh, And then uh, they also said, and maybe pay more attention to the community. I don't follow on Twitter for some reason. Do it, that pretending prod on Twitter. And didn't even know we had a Discord until it was mentioned in the last episode. How dare you? How did I not know we had a Discord? How did you not know we had a Discord? We never talk about it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I mean, we kind of mentioned it offhandedly, but I don't think we've, have we ever like explicitly shouted it out on the show?
1: I don't know, we, but we should. Wolf uh, I think Wolf the
5: dog does it fairly often. And it's definitely not in any of the early episodes. So. That is true. But
1: I'm afraid at this point because the discord is awesome and the more people join, the more likely for it to be not Awesome anymore. Oh, it's it's easy. You just ban <laughs> them true. when they're dumb immediately. <laughs> Shout out to Crush36. Shout out to pretending to be Justin. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Modded up, boys. Uh, we got another question. This one's a fun one. Guys, lighten up. You're taking this way too seriously. This is a fun one. Crane Song asks: Let's suppose the boys (parentheses, including Drew and Maggie and whoever Zach decides) is covered by quote the boys were put under quarantine like we are today. Assuming that for some reason Contention PD is not considered an essential service, which I love.
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you, how
1: do they how do they spend their isolation, or would they ignore? oh, don't give that option to him, would they ignore a statewide stay-at-home order? (laughs) Uh, That's unfortunate. We know the
4: answer. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but unfortunately, you know John Lee Pettymore would. I
1: know the first thing that would come out of your mouth is that John Lee Pettymore wouldn't give a (laughs) fuck.
4: Well, he would like, oh my God. He's such an idiot. I know. And there's this dude I know on Facebook, the shit he's posted about COVID is like definitely what...
1: The kind of media like John Lee Pettymore would consume. Oh, like baseless theories about how it's like trying to control us as a population. Like,
4: yeah, like 5G conspiracy theory shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So just like true stuff. Um,
6: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The straight
4: straight shit. (laughs) Honestly, he might take it seriously. Uh, He might be that kind of like prepper conspiracy theorist who's like kind of been waiting for this. But he also just has like a lot of land, so he's probably out there just like shooting guns all day and riding around on like a four-wheeler and watching his DVDs.
1: Any existential crisis inside John Lee Pettymore about enjoying the quarantine?
4: No, I don't think John Lee Pettymore ever sweats having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you going to feel guilty about living your life, baby?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not much would change for Clark. He uh, just wouldn't be going to work but he'd still be at home uh maybe he'd break out his old jigsaw puzzles and uh, he might uh he might teach himself how to cook not a tv dinner <laughs> he, he might learn to boil an egg
6: <laughs>
2: have
1: 40 boiled eggs <laughs> <laughs> he gets a chef's hat with one notch in it
6: yeah.
1: <laughs> What
5: about Keith Figna? Uh, Keith gets a side job delivering newspapers in his cruiser and then continues to cruise around the city the whole day, basically ignoring that he's not essential and just to have some sort of authority.
6: (laughs) Oh,
4: that's worse than
6: John's.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Except for the Facebook chair. Like I harass people
1: in the parking lot of the the grocery store. (laughs) You're just hanging out at the First Church of Contention every Sunday and Wednesday, yeah. handing out tickets.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think Wolf the Dog would seize as much power as he possibly could, since he knows everyone's stuck <laughs> at home listening to him constantly. It's like Mitch
4: McConnell. He yeah. <laughs> could also just like maybe fuck off to like another time until things get. Yeah, right. He's like, mm, I'm dope. going to where the garbage is stickier.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: People have been very conscious of their garbage. What
4: would Drew be
3: doing? Would he be
1: working on his uh, his YouTube channel? <laughs> I think Drew would honestly uh, get really upset. He lives alone, so he would get really, really lonely. And every day that went by without a Zoom call uh, or even the request. For uh, any sort of friendship would lead him to slowly stop enjoying the things that he previously liked, like playing Minecraft. <laughs> and for his millions of YouTube reading- subscribers. <laughs> Shit, though, Zach. I just remembered
4: that Drew and John are millionaires.
6: <laughs> so- <laughs>
4: John would be much more of a problem. He would have been down at Spring
6: Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> Spring Break. partying Ooh. his
4: ass off in like Pensacola. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. just. Being a problem. (laughs) And Drew, I would assume, is like maybe having a good time ordering himself everything he ever wanted from Amazon.
1: I think uh, he is just waiting that extra week and trying to avoid articles about any sort of worker strikes uh, in order to feel fine about ordering from Amazon. (laughs) And meanwhile, he's just got like maps of... Different cities up on his wall, and stats uh, for how many potential youth's lives can be changed with the money that he's bringing in for each oh. city. Uh, trying to decide where he can do the most good.
4: Wow,
2: and a boy. Good
4: well, job, job, Drew. I like
1: Drew.
5: He only has $5 million. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a $10,000 Minecraft computer and all the cool ASMR stuff you could imagine. So much bubble (laughs) wrap.
1: All the bubble wrap.
4: The only music Drew listens to is ASMR YouTubers (laughs)
1: and bubble wrap. Bubble Rap.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, this is a really good bubble rap p- p- compilation. <laughs> bubble Rap would be a great name for like a kid's hip hop
5: album. Oh. Yeah. It works at least in three ways <laughs> that I can think of. Bubble Rap sounds like a Kiro Kiro Benito album. Oh. Oh. By Thomas. We got a speed round we got to hit when Thomas gets back.
1: Speed well, round. I think he can hit that because it's tell all sexy. Speed up. round. Speed round. They're all about me and the the things that I am going to say. So I want you guys to ask me these questions as fast as you can. And don't decide who goes first or who goes next, but please go as fast as you can. Bazinga Begins asks, who
2: are the four skeleton boys on the PTPP logo supposed to be? Do they have one-to-one analogs in the story? Which came first, the story or the logo?
1: It is Luke. A cowboy, an FBI, MIB type agent. And, oh, fuck, what's the last one? I'm blanking, I'm blanking so hard. A cop! It's it's a cop with a mustache. Uh, One-to-one analogs in the story. No. Uh, Which came first? The story of the logo. The story, but uh, the logo, while not one-to-one analogs, is definitely uh, I chose them for a reason based on the whole story that we're telling, so get ready.
3: Jayhawk Ah. Inc. Just how big is Contention? Like, there was a school bus full of homeless people, but I'm not sure where they all came from. How many people work at Contention PD?
1: 5,000 people live in Contention, or slightly fewer, and 4 Four people, five people work at Contention PD. No, six. The three of you, Drew, Maggie, and Ray, Ari, Tim, Florence.
5: BXBORI9181 asks, I feel like clothes in certain situations are very important. Am I imagining that or is it so?
1: It is very important. Uh, it's an audio medium where I have to describe people and then you have to remember them for later. So I have to keep the same descriptions of either what they're wearing or what they look like every time they pop back up or most of the time when they pop back up, depending on how subtle I'm trying to be.
2: Nice. Bazinga Begins asks, after season one wraps, will Zach be posting full lore notes slash background? Any chance of turning this into an official module for Delta Green?
1: Turning this into an official module for Delta Green would take as much time as writing a book, and I'm willing to put it in if we can make it happen, but our Patreon would have to be at a higher level, and we'd also have to get Delta Green behind us to publish it. But if they don't want to publish it, and the money's there. I will definitely spend the time to write this thing out into a full book and get illustrators and do maps for every building and everything. And it would be fucking awesome. And I would love to do that. But who
3: Jayhawk doesn't? Inc. How many clues did the group miss
1: or misinterpret before the ding was edited in after correct guesses? Clues have been missed and misinterpreted constantly from the beginning, and that's how role playing works constantly. And that's what makes it so much fun. The ding was only in like one or two episodes, and. And it was to uh, for fun.
5: Lord Dairy asks, have you guys ever thought about a
1: collaboration with Last Podcast on the left? I dream about it every night. I love Last Podcast on the left. Everyone should tweet at Last Podcast on the left and be like, hey, you guys don't have a role-playing podcast on the Last Podcast Network. Maybe you should have one. <laughs> and then mention us. Don't forget about yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Yes, thank you, Luke. Please.
2: Next. Bazinga Begins says, how long did you think it would take the boys to play through the campaign? I.e., how many episodes did you think season one would be? What's the most important detail that got added after your initial plans?
1: 40 episodes tops. Whole thing. <laughs> I was like, easy, done, for sure. Uh, what's the most And It'll probably be 100 is my guess currently. What's the most important detail that got added after? All of them. All of them got added after the initial plans. What, what I planned was just background and... And the first, like, two episodes. Jayhawk,
3: Inc., is there a list of loose threads or abandoned or unresolved elements?
5: Yes. Okay, Nothing (laughs) Four asks, what
1: happened to the gun, helmet, radio, etc.? They just vanished from the story? They vanished from the story because the players aren't where they are. The radio and the helmet are in the contention evidence locker, and the gun and the camera are in Marvin Glass's compound.
2: Uh, Jayhawk Inc. asks, has anything been forgotten by accident that might have changed the story if it had been <laughs> remembered at the time?
1: Yes, 100%, absolutely, constantly. I think that's the story of the podcast. <laughs> if you remember something, it becomes more important. <laughs> Thomas, read that last one. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a speed round, come on.
4: Bazinga Begins. On page What for. counts as
5: a story?
1: Speed round.
4: Sorry, when <laughs> you said last fast. one, I went to the last We gotta
1: keep saying speed round.
4: Speed round. Do, do, do. All right, Bazinga Begins. What counts as a story arc on the show? The past two episodes mentioned that season one has three more story arcs left. How many have there been so far, in your opinion, and where are the breaks, roughly?
1: You read that so well. And I really appreciated you doing that. Like your cadence was perfect and your voice. Sounded Speed clear. round. Can you, re- can you read it as fast as you can? I'm just curious. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Bazinga begins. What counts as a story
4: arc on the show? The past two episodes mentioned that season one has three more story arcs left. How many have there been so far in your opinion? And where are the breaks roughly?
1: That was amazing. That was, that was so impressive.
5: Should we all at the same time? all Please, at the same time, time, yeah, time as fast as we can <laughs> three Kick, count us down three two one what we'll count count count. Is the story nice i
1: fumbled a few words
5: <laughs> it was kind of weird hearing it all at the same time it was like a
1: speech jammer <laughs> everyone answer at the same time no uh so they're There have been seven arcs so far. There are three left. That'll be 10 total. Episodes 1 through 14 was the start to the FBI agents leaving contention. Episodes 15 to 25 is the next arc. Flashbacks of their past to the officers leaving contention. Episodes 26 through 35 is them going to the city to... Chanting inside Ari Manstein's mausoleum, which is where we've, you know, the end of where we've reset to. And then 37 to 46 was the glass compound in Planet Juggernaut. 47 to 53 was the woods in the past. 54 to 64 was the numbers and City State University. And 66 to 72 was Calm Comfy Campground, also in the past. That Dope. is the end of that. Yes. And then bonus
5: Go. arc is uh, eight Q&A.
1: Yeah, and we have Maladori asks, What is your favorite type of plot? I am personally a big fan of Scatter, but I can't fault anyone who enjoys a good box plot.
5: I'm a graph kind of guy. I like a probability plot. I like
1: a
3: good
5: one. I like pie. I like (laughs) when the plot thickens.
1: Guardian asks... Are we going to see Drew again? Everyone answer on the count of three. One, two, Absolutely. three. Of course. Hell yeah. Yeah, no doubt for sure. Uh, that is the end of the speed round. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's where that speed round ended. <laughs> I think we nailed it so fast.
5: I can't wait to so listen true. to us all ask a question at the same time. It's my
1: favorite part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So we've got a question here from Maladori asks, with contention being abandoned or emptied recently and the town having turned against the CPD because of the non-denomination specific pastor, is anyone there left around or is it mostly just the people in the city? Did anyone actually make it out or was everyone gobbled up by the old goo monster? Curious as to what your guys' thoughts are on the matter. Is he actually non-denominational or is he... uh Pentecostal or uh, Baptist. He is non-denominational, but not the denomination of non-denom. Just he doesn't Unnamed. have a denomination. First Church of Contention, Pastor Adam Kane. That's I one.
5: think that we can answer that when we go back.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I wrote in my
2: little notes here, is that we don't know for sure. We, we uh, I think Drew has told us that it seems dead around the city. Or around contention.
5: I have a feeling that we will arrive uh, to a nightmare scenario, but that's just my yeah. guess. Where everything's fine, probably. <laughs> everything's just completely back to normal. Which would be almost even scarier. If we've done our jobs right.
2: In the last Numbers arc, the City University arc, did we, we tried to call Drew a few times, didn't we? And it just kept going to voicemail?
5: Yeah. Okay. So go, going back to that last question, probably not then. okay nothing for
3: how have the decisions made affected the trust held between the three contention pd officers
5: how did it affect you when you found out that i killed my brother it it
2: wasn't great (laughs) i uh i feel like Clark still has a level of trust for you guys though just because we've gone we started at zero and we've gone through so much crazy shit together that like I'm a little more understanding about you doing fucked up
5: shit in this world now. <laughs> I think possibly it has raised the trust level probably yeah, right. for Keith it, it, it has. Have.
4: Yeah, definitely like I've seen Keith handle himself in these situations now. And so I don't think it I don't think he was surprised to learn about Keith killing his brother. <laughs> that
2: that tracks that tracks yeah i think
4: but i think i definitely find keith more capable than i might have at the uh, start of the series
5: i think keith has gotten more capable as time goes uh it's been hours since i've been a truly pathetic police officer (laughs) (laughs) crane song asks
3: players are there any in-character secrets that you suspect the other players are keeping from you any theories about the other characters that you aren't sure of, but you're willing to share? So don't answer that one right now. I
1: hey, don't know. Can you hear me? Don't do it.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretend you can't answer it. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna break you guys off. <laughs> as soon as this quarantine's over, I'm just gonna break <laughs> you guys. Off.
3: Bring it. I'll bitch. Break a piece <laughs> off of you, Joe. <laughs>
6: Hey. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see you try.
5: Break me off a piece of that,
1: show Terry.
6: <laughs> Come on, get a snack. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: uh, so. yeah, be thinking about uh, whether or not you have any theories on the other characters. While uh, who's going pee first?
5: <laughs> I have to pee. Want to see all the all bubblies
1: right. I've drank so far? One, two. Oh, my God. No way. Three. No, you're not going to pull. Four. Four? You're out of control. And then
5: two two in the trash can that I've thrown away, and this is the one I'm drinking right now. That's
3: an expensive habit you're picking up there.
5: (laughs)
1: Well, I'm at my parents' house, so they're buying it. Those are the three Coke as I drink. Mm. Oh, (laughs) wowzers. I had two cold brews, and I am sweaty.
2: I had a, a small water bottle, and now I'm working on a big water bottle.
1: Fuck off!
5: Shut the fuck
2: up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I added uh, I added emergency to the small water bottle. Oh, oh nice! I've been drinking a lot way.
5: of that too. I haven't drank alcohol this whole quarantine, so I've been replacing it with bubbly and nice. Pocky sticks. Nice, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it makes me have to pee and poop all the time, though. So, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh- All right, I'm going to send... Wait, should I take my headphones off? Because I can hear what you guys say in the bathroom. You shouldn't have told us that, and you should have just popped up like a cool bathroom guest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, I am going to send Thomas off to the waiting room, and I'll bring you back in shortly.
6: Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, that's fun.
6: Hi. Oh,
1: Zoom is so much easier than having the, like you guys in the living room like screaming at each other because we're all the loudest people ever.
2: <laughs> I hope that they remember to keep their recordings going and that you get to hear <gasps> what we talk about <laughs> when we're in the living room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think about that.
1: Wait, can you guys see each other when you're in the waiting room?
2: They can't hear you, nor can I tell you the answer to that. <laughs>
1: Do you want to put me in the waiting room and then okay. bring me back? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> oh no! All right, let's bring him back. Just like you, we we sent
2: a scout into the portal. Oh god!
1: No, I was. I was it was just a blank screen. <laughs> There's nothing on the other side.
6: Oh god!
1: <laughs> that's almost worse than what I was expecting. I've seen the waiting room. Oh, somebody, <laughs> th- Thomas, changed his name to Mommy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. I like that. Okay. Uh, what's up, Joe? Hey, uh, man. You're the only one who's here. I've got a question for you. Justin is also here. Got a question for you. Uh, it's, uh, Hey, who is Angela Fairfield? <laughs> so uh, it, it turned out it, I, I believe it
2: was Annie or Ann. It was, uh, the woman that killed Clark's parents, uh, and I kind of wish I would have. It would have dawned on me at the time in role playing. But the little girl, who I think we're assuming is Maggie now, came running up the sidewalk and was like, "Anne, Anne, good to see you." And I think I failed a human role <laughs> to see you how Anne yep. how Anne reacted to that, and
1: how James
6: reacted.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it after the fact, I it kind of it uh, it all it all came around full circle to. Oh, it. I
1: remember you realizing. After we'd stopped recording, and you were like, "What, Zach? You motherfucker! Like you, yeah. like really?" And I, I never to have made Joe married to the
2: the character that killed his other character's parents was a really weird
1: mindfuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> also, we named the parents.
2: Yeah, Jerry and Eunice. Yeah, love love that. (laughs) Uh, I wrote down in my notes here that I wanted to remind the audience that uh, Clark actually saw, and in the Circle of Knowledge room, when he very first was brought there, uh, he saw a glimpse of her as a door shut closed. So another reason I should have picked up on the fact that she was running in the Circle of Knowledge. Crew.
1: <laughs> Probably you would have expected her to still be in jail, likely. Right. Uh, based on you being at her hearing and her pulling a double homicide. And, and admitting to it on the stand. She said, I did uh-huh. it and I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> One might have assumed that she would not be free to go wherever she pleased.
2: Yep. But there's also a timey-wimey fucky thing going on with Clark's memories, too. So, I mean, there's a little bit of like.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did that happen?
2: Did that not happen? Yeah, it's real real wild
1: for him. I think if we're this deep in the game and you're not questioning reality, then you're uh, not paying attention. Uh, Bazinga (laughs) Begins asked, uh, so Clark and Maggie, is Clark in love with her or what?
2: Maybe in like an Oedipal way, but I think it's way more of an authority (laughs) figure (laughs) that he respects and wants the approval of. I think he's got hots for teacher. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Maybe that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's not surface level romance for sure. Uh, Maladori asks, are we
3: going to see more about Clark's parents? What info can you give us that we know about them, but might not have stuck in? All the best letters got me emotionally, and I hope Clark finds some closure there.
2: Uh, so, early on, we mentioned that we gave Zach the free reign to do whatever he wants to our characters' backstories. And he's done exactly that with the parent stuff. I've never, I, that was never written into my character description. Um, so, I'm learning and absorbing as much as the audience is when all that stuff comes up. Uh, so as far as stuff that stuck out to us that we, or maybe that hasn't stuck out to us that needed to have stuck out to us, I hope I didn't miss any of that, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm loving it. I think it's, you, you were already given the best letters is a really fucking ominous and cool hook that I'm, I really want to explore so much more. Yeah. I, I, I'm loving I feel it. like it's, but yeah, I'm right there too, with you.
3: I feel like it's adding a really interesting wrinkle to Clark's weird yeah. character.
2: <laughs> totally. I'm I'm loving playing it too. Yeah. When we found Old Clark's hidey hole and we found that tape of his parents playing on Wheel of Fortune, that was a really cool, just moment. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah,
1: I have a question. Why do you? Th- uh, other than never mind. Um, so <laughs> let's see. Clark's parents were seen in the flashback. Obviously, we've got the picture as well. Oh uh, yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah yeah Jim yeah! Jim Cook's house. Jim Cook
2: was friends with my parents. I forgot about that.
1: It's just a picture of them with Jim, right? Yep. And they're all like smiley. I think your parents were smiling and Jim Cook was like... Yeah. He was stern. Audio medium. (laughs) I just made a face. He was (laughs) stoic. It's weird. I have more trouble with that now that we're on Zoom than I ever did when we were literally face to face. (laughs) I don't know. And then... We've got them being at the circle of, uh, uh, yeah, sure, at the circle of knowledge's calm, comfy campground, right? So curious as to like metagaming, uh, what your thoughts were when you found out that your parents had been to calm, oh, comfy campground. You
2: were freaking me out that you were trying to imply that Anne was my mom. And now I remember that we saw <laughs> the names on the tapes. <laughs> Eunice would I was never. like, "What the fuck." Yeah. Uh, no, seeing Eunice and Jerry at, I mean, so yeah, uh, It's it's, it's metagame wise, it's all coming together that they had something to do with the circle of knowledge. They were, or actually maybe not the circle of knowledge. The, the tapes were people who had participated on the Island. So maybe the circle of knowledge needed something from them. Yeah, that's what it is. They needed something from Clark's parents. Holy shit. I didn't, I didn't put that together till just now. That's super fucking
1: dope. It's,
2: uh, I, I I have a few theories already now what they might have got.
1: Oh, that made me really happy watching your face change. That's 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 dope.
2: That was cool. Yeah. All right. Let's move uh, on. Bazinga! Uh, Bazinga <laughs>
3: begins asks, "What happened to
2: Clark's heart? It got poked out." Next. <laughs> Very succinct. uh Okay. Uh, to to, 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 I think, I think maybe what they were actually going for is where did we leave it? And I don't remember exactly. We, sh- I was showing Maggie and she pulled the rod out in front of me and
1: like reassured me that I would be okay. And I think yeah, we just went moment. to the
2: next scene. I think I left it there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clark didn't take it with him. So it is at them is it in like yeah, a little cooler assume and
3: it says clark's it was in heart a bag of ice i'm hoping that they yeah <laughs> don't touch clark's
2: heart. I, I hope they popped <laughs> it into the freezer
3: <laughs> um okay nothing for asked how many versions of clark bishop have there been so
1: far oh i'm curious did you look this up
2: <laughs> i did it from memory um but i don't know the i don't know totally Okay. So I'll tell you the instances that we've seen other Clarks. Uh, One ran into the police department and told Drew not to go to Maggie's house. There was one that was running across a field while I was standing in my kitchen. And it was right when the circle of knowledge first abducted me. Like I saw him running toward me and realized it was, it was a Clark. And then I blacked out and woke up in the circle of knowledge. And then we've just got the old Clark's fuckery. He's in a robe and doing symbols and shit. I don't know how to categorize that if that's like a bunch of different Clark bishops or if it's the same Clark bishops at different points in his life coming back to touch my Clark's life. I don't know how to differentiate. So yeah, so that's the, those are the instances of different Clarks, unless I'm forgetting one. Do you remember if there was another, Zach? No idea, man. Uh, That'll do it
6: for the... (laughs)
1: Wait, I want to answer the uh, lead-in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crane Song asked, Players, are there any in-character secrets that you suspect the other players are keeping from you or any theories about other characters you aren't sure of but you're willing to share?
2: So the only thing that I think is maybe being maybe purposefully kept from me, but I don't know if it's that or if it's just Thomas not remembering, but I feel like he saw files that had a lot to do with all of us. And he told me like he saw... And in one of the files and love, I just don't know if he was being cagey with me because he, there was more in the file that he didn't want to share with me, or if he was just not remembering it all. I, I feel like that is an interesting thing that Clark would like to know more about all the files that Thomas saw. And then also the, everything that happened to John Lee Pettymore is a little bit fuzzy as far as truth or not truth. Um, but I, again, I don't know for sure if it's purposeful or not, but yeah, I think that's fair. those are the big ones that I'm, I'm (laughs) curious about anything. theories about other characters that you aren't sure of, but you're willing to share, uh, Clark is really fucking conflicted about Maggie. I I feel like he, there's a lot of signs pointing to her being shady, but she showed him the fucking scary thing that scared the wits out of him. So he just knows that he needs to make that not a thing. But, like, we found that note that was maybe her dad saying that Maggie, like, he had underlined and overlined words to, like, maybe cast aspersions on Maggie. And you found that in the secret
1: room at Jim Cook's house. That
2: that we're, we're rolling with the theory that it was maybe where old Clark was living. So, I just, yeah, I don't know. Clark is super conflicted. Joe is super conflicted about where to stand with Maggie. Yeah. Again, uh, he's she's somebody that he would trust implicitly, though. So he's he's gonna go along with it until something smacks him over the head. I think.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. I love having you as a player. I love
2: playing with you.
1: You're my favorite. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go tell them. And let's get Joe the fuck out of here. Bye. Get the fuck out of here,
6: Joe. Bye. Get
3: the. I'm glad fuck you lied to him here, about Joe.
1: It being your favorite. He, need, he needed oh, it. Oh, dude. He, I mean, he has to have it. He just like, <laughs> oh, man. Obviously, obviously, I'm my favorite player. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling Thomas up right now. Let's see if he's here. There he is. Uh, Thomas. Hi. Thomas. I got one question for you, baby. Yeah. Where the money at? Oh, man. I wish I knew. <laughs> not in podcasting.
6: <laughs>
1: yeah, if anybody finds out, let me know. Do you know where the money that you made from the drug deal as John Lee Pettymore is currently? Yeah, John John
4: knows he's not going to tell anyone. I I'm actually, cool with that, actually. Yeah.
1: Oh, my, I mean, you're going to bullshit your way out of it. Uh, that works for me because uh, I looked it up and we never talked about where you hid the money before you passed out drunk so i would assume that you hid the money somewhere that's the answer john doesn't quite know
6: (laughs) it's perfect
1: (laughs) oh my god i keep saying that there's only three arcs left but i keep thinking like, you, literally, you brought this idea to me how long ago, months ago. You were like, there should be a Pettymore. Oh, everybody money plays hunt. Pettymores. Yeah, looking that are like 25 on property. years in the future. Yeah. An old man, Pettymores find, property. <laughs> you're trying to find the old John Lee Pettymore money. <laughs> <laughs> and then Drew also had $5 million. However, it was taken from Drew by Rosemary. But then John took it back from her. And so it is in the evidence locker along with the helmet and the radio. Do you have any suspicions that you're being lied to by either of your fellow PCs?
4: Yeah, probably Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think we're getting the straight dope on uh on the COK. The what?
1: The Circle of Knowledge? Oh, the cock. <laughs> <laughs> I really honestly am shook that we've never called it that before. Any theories? Or do you think Luke's being straight with you about what Keith is up to?
4: I think Luke's been uh, almost perfectly straight with
1: us about what
4: Keith figna has been up to. <laughs> if he's pulled any punches, then... <laughs> be it. That's a good strategy. Tell the big Yeah. Like, Oh, I murdered my brother. Like be upfront about that. So you can hide a
1: smaller betrayal. (laughs) That makes me uh, nervous about being your friend. That's a really good strategy. It's Keith's strategy. Sure. 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 Uh, (laughs) any other thoughts before your time to go back into the void of the waiting room? Is your reality? Yeah, just uh, namaste. Oh, thanks, Thanks, bud. I love you. Love that. God. (laughs) I just, I think that's so cool of you. (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Andy's gone. (laughs) All right, let's bring in. Oh, fuck. I actually use his real name. We've been using fake names on the podcast this whole time. Uh, Hey, I accidentally said your real name. Oh, doesn't
3: have headphones. Uh, everybody
1: (laughs) knows. He doesn't have his headphones in. Uh, So I totally doxed you. Is his microphone even on? That's what you get. Hey. Hi. Uh, Hey, Luke. Sup, sup. Uh, What do you think about the watch? The watch? Yeah, the watch. Oh, the watch.
5: (laughs) Shit. I don't really know. I think... um, As something to look into. (laughs) Yeah. I remember I I saw, I was like digging through the ground and I saw, what did it say? Like it was at Bean's Pond. Is that right?
1: Uh, You did see Bean's Pond in your weird like...
5: Like a vision?
1: When you put on the watch, it felt like your consciousness was changing the channel and you began to phase out of your reality and then you seemed to be somewhere else entirely you felt wet grass and dirt on your fingers, and you were looking at a door in the ground, like yeah. a sealed metal door that was mostly buried. And on the door was an inscription that said, Here lies the beans, scientists beyond measure, saviors of the world. So it's my parents' tomb
5: or something. And then, didn't I? I did see that that was at Beans Pond, or is that a different part of the vision
1: i think you just saw beans pond like in that vision because you brought it up later but it's not on the overview
5: okay because i remember that part yeah and that is locked up in a safe in my motel room right
1: hotel motel baby
5: so it i mean definitely we need to go check that out i even said that we need to go check out beans pond at one point yeah you definitely did so probably go get that watch and maybe see uh what happens if the other boys put it on. Hmm. Interesting. Joe, write that down. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Joe?
3: Joe? Joe? Joe. Maladori writes, Is there any beans left? Or is Keith the last standing member? Oh, the last standing inheritor. Uh
5: so my bro's dead. My parents <laughs> my bro's are dead. dead. <laughs> His wife is dead. Is my niece alive still? Well, I don't know. We never saw her die. So, possibly, I guess she would inherit my brother's stuff. But I think it's just me
1: being in uh, my niece. Uh, Do you have any theories about your fellow officers? Any secrets you think they might be hiding from you? Things they're lying about?
5: I think that Clark probably knows more. Then he's leading on about the circle since he's the only one that's visited it. I don't know if he knows more about like old Clark, but I think there's maybe something that he hasn't necessarily lied about but just hasn't let up. And then who fucking knows with Petty Moore? Nothing off the top of my head that I can think of like that I have a suspicion about, but I'm sure there's something. (laughs) (laughs) He's always being sneaky and hiding shit.
1: Always. Sneaky, (laughs) always hiding shit. John Lee Pettymore. Are we all
5: back
3: now? The crew is back together. Welcome, hello everybody. Welcome to Calm Camp, Calm Campy
1: Campgrounds. Calm Campy (laughs) Campgrounds. No, hey, I got another question. Uh, it's from Bazinga begins. They ask, what's the coolest piece of lore or detail that no one or too few people have picked up on yet? I don't use like so much Delta green lore. I think it's very good and interesting, but I am far more interested in like coming up with homebrew shit. And so I don't use a lot of the the like main lore about the program or the outlaws i will here and there cherry pick stuff to use but what about zacky reeves lore that nobody's picked up on uh zacky reeves lore well we got another question here also asked by bazinga begins they said related to the kudzu no backbone silver sphere relationship brought up last week were the character developments that happened to the boys after their deaths in the den of sin supposed to be a weird reversal of the wizard of oz Clark loses his heart. John Lee Pettymore loses his spine and Keith loses his mind and his empathy. Hmm. And this makes me so happy because I never thought anyone would get that ever. I just thought I thought it was such a silly little thing that like is so subtle and stupid that like no one would ever pick up on it. So bless you. Bazinga begins for being the first person I've seen to make that connection Hell yeah. I had not made that That's connection rad. at all I was so High <laughs> when I put that together And it's because uh, <laughs> It was because it's. This is also really fucking stupid But it's because Oz Mayhem Wolf Was there Oh, wow. Um, and sure. I just like it saw it you. and then like started thinking about it because I was thinking about the spine. And then I was like, oh, ha ha. Like when I came up with the heart thing, then I knew that we had to do something with Luke uh, for the mind. And I didn't know how I was going to do it. And then I sent out everybody, like, hey, pick your talents. And Luke literally picked a talent that got rid of his empathy. <laughs> <laughs> and so he literally just like fulfilled it without me having to do anything. So that was like the coolest shit that made me really happy. But Oz, his, he had a brother and I was coming up with a brother's name and his name is LB because OZ is uh, ounce and LB is pound. (laughs) It's just, honestly, it's a lot of dumb little shit like that. But the wizard of Oz reversal was uh, one of the bigger ones. That's Um, super cool. I'm excited to talk like at the very end of this whole like campaign, uh, I'll do a walkthrough of my dumb shit,
4: Yeah, That's one of your favorite movies, right?
2: Yeah, Wizard of Oz is. I have uh, the poster uh, hanging on my wall back there. It's uh, so oh, you can't this see one's on. on the other side. This one's on Joe,
4: guys.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which version? The James Franco masterpiece.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've actually got so the uh, the Wizard of Oz poster is a reprint, but I've got an original uh, Return to Oz poster hanging over there too. Oh
1: damn! Yeah. Because I love Return to Oz. It's great also. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen Return it's, to Oz. It holds up, dude. It's
2: so bizarre and cool looking. It's it's good. Is it hmm. the same actors
5: or? No. Nah, Dorothy I've is never played by Feruza
2: so. Balk. Who you guys might oh, know from Waterboy.
1: Interesting.
5: That's Kathy Bates. <laughs> That's your Feruza
1: Balk <laughs> pull? <laughs> yeah,
5: it, for sure it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen the HBO series about The Wizard of Oz? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh boy I was late on the uptick (laughs) on that one
1: I'll have to watch Return to Oz to come up with my plot for next (laughs) season Uh, Maladori asks for the boys what is the plot thread you are most interested in seeing the end of and then another question which I don't want you to answer (laughs) plot thread you you aren't interested in slash care the least about
5: be nice guys (laughs) I just want to go back to contention. I want to see what's up with that. What's up with that? Like the, all the, the helmet and gun and stuff.
2: That's that's what I wrote down in my notes. I, I really wish that A, the helmet itself, but B, just all the relationships with those items and all their history and all that is a thread that I would love to know more about.
4: Yeah, I want to see how contention got the way it is and why it's so connected to um, all this shit seemingly going back quite far in its past
3: i i really want to see yeah. the backstory for rich and dick nichols 30 something <laughs> episodes of how they got that's what the people have really been mm. <laughs> demanding
4: there's a yes. lot of rich and dick stands out there who <laughs> yes. at us mm. constantly they sent us mm. pretty abusive dms um mm. but we get it you're passionate you're passionate for rick and dick <laughs> um and honestly
1: that's a conkin.
4: <laughs> oh callback that's yeah hashtag conkin that's what a lot of the stands say um,
1: all our conquers out there
4: we what we're saying is we hear you and if we reach a certain patreon goal there will be <laughs> just a slice of life uh, sitcom <laughs> spin-off <laughs> where their roommates
1: and we got one oh wait sorry which plot threads do you guys care the least about
5: they're all
4: great
1: and we got one last question here justin take it away
3: bx bory 9181 asks what happened to keith's
1: dog so they posted uh this question on the first q a and we talked about it and then we recorded last week's episode, and then they posted it on this week's episode and then edited their post and was like, wait, just kidding. Just got there. Just got to where you answered. (laughs) But someone else pointed out that we didn't really answer because while we did a freeze frame and paragraph for every animal that was in there that talked, we did not (laughs) do one for Bean.
6: (laughs) I didn't realize that. That's great.
1: So the whole point of the episode was to, what? <laughs> to figure out where Bean had been, and we still don't know.
2: We have the peace of mind that he's not, like, rotting
4: in the hotel room. Yeah. yeah. He's out on his own eating he's trash and licking
1: ass. Just like we all, we all aim to do. All right. Well, this has been long. <laughs> I'm hungry. Quantity over
3: quality, baby. <laughs>
2: Thanks for all the questions. They were all really
5: good. I thought I'm glad you guys are interested enough to very insightful. Not a single
3: wolf the dog question in there. So fuck you guys, and I'm never coming back.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're we're gonna be doing some open casting for the new wolf. Uh, If you want to do like a cool rebooty version of wolf, like what do you younger hotter, younger hotter, yeah. (laughs) wolf origins um <laughs> email your auditions to what's the well just post it in the subreddit uh yeah post it in the subreddit or tweet it uh at us
1: any auditions if we'll do wolf the dog auditions. if you want to take over the editing job you can <laughs> send in your resume <laughs>
4: yeah we'll give you like all the patreon <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, i'm tired i'm so tired um yeah no thank you all so much for listening this this has been over for some time no uh thank you all so much and uh final word from everyone mine will be love your body baby <laughs> <laughs>